Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. How are you all doing? I'm praying that you are staying blessed and highly favored in the name of Jesus, family. So I was just, I'm gonna be real because this is always gonna be real with you. I was sitting on the toilet because like the bathroom is like my war room, I think. Like for real, I really think it's my war room. So I was sitting there and I was like, Father, is there a word today? <laughs> and he dropped expecting into my spirit. So I'm like, oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So the first thing I did was I went and um, looked at the definition of expecting. And here goes the definition. It says, regard as likely to happen, regard as likely to do or be some to do or be something believe that someone or something will arrive soon hallelujah and the last one really stuck out to me because the lord be speaking family and it says believe that someone or something will arrive soon so then i went and you know go right to the word of god after you look up that definition because it's power in that definition but you need to get that fire lit by the word of god okay so I had, first let's go to, um, let's go to Luke 12, starting at verse 40. Family, we've been in Luke 12 a lot, okay? Because one word can give you a breakthrough, okay? One word in the name of Jesus. And it says, you also must be ready all the time for the son of man will come when least expected okay now let's go to hold on family because i uh i be screenshot shot in the bible scriptures sometimes and sometimes the lord just be bringing them into my spirit it's all how we gonna flow okay so hold on hold on really quickly family Okay, family, let's go to Revelations 22. And let's go to verse 12. And it says, look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all the people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. Let's keep reading. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshipers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message. For the churches, I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, let anyone who hears this say, come, let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of this prophecy written in this book, 
If anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to the person the plagues described in the book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove the per- that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that described in the book. He who is faith- who is the faithful witness to all these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. Okay, family. So then, um, let's go to, because it's Proverbs. Give me a second. Let's go to Proverbs 11. Family, you already know we set in the scene in the name of Jesus. And Proverbs 11. And it says, the Lord detests the use of dishonest scales, but he delights in accurate weights. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Honesty guides good people. Dishonesty destroys treacherous people. Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. The godly are directed by honesty. The wicked fall beneath their load of sin. The godliness of the the godliness of good people rescue them. The ambition of treacherous people traps them. When the wicked die, their hopes die with them, for they rely on their own feeble strength. The godly are rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. With their words, the godless destroys their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. The whole city celebrates when the godly succeed. They shout for joy when the wicked die. Upright citizens are good for a city and make it prosper. But the talk of the wicked tears it apart. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person keeps quiet. A gossip goes around telling secrets. But those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. Can keep a confidence. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. There's danger in putting up security for a stranger's death. It's safer not to guarantee another person's death. A gracious woman gains respect, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Your kindness will, will reward you, but your cruelty will destroy you. Evil people get rich for the, for the moment, but the reward of the godly will last. Godly people find life. Evil people find death. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but he delights in those with integrity. Evil people will surely be punished, but the children of the godly will go free. A beautiful woman who lacks desecration is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. The godly can look forward to a reward, while the wicked can expect only judgment. Family, let's really pay close attention to Proverbs 11, verse 23. You know I'm going to go back up to that in a second. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. People curse those who hoard their grain, but they bless the one who sells it in time of need. If you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, it will find you. Trust in your money and down you go. But the godly flourish like the leaves in the spring. Those who bring trouble on their on their family inherits the wind. The fool will be a servant to the wise. 
The seeds of the good deeds become a tree of life. A wise person wins friends. If the righteous are rewarded here on earth, what will happen to the wicked sinners? Mm, that is a word. So let's go back up to the godly can look forward to a reward while the wicked can expect judgment. Hallelujah. We are seeing in the word of God, he says, be expecting. Hallelujah. We just read in um, Luke 12, verse 40, it says, you must also be ready all the time for the son of man will come when least expected. We have to stay expecting in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have to guard your house by the power of God. Be expecting the move of God. It says that the godly can look forward to a reward while the wicked can expect only judgment. Hallelujah. And when he comes, he's Coming with his judgment. Hallelujah. Make sure that your robe stays washed. Be cleansed by the word of God today, family. In the name of Jesus. I keep on coming on here and I'm going to keep on coming on here to warn you, family. Hallelujah. That you got to stay clean. But the only way you can stay clean is by the cleansing of God's word. Okay? In the name of Jesus. We just read in Revelation 22. It says, look, I'm coming soon bringing my reward with me to repay all according to their deeds in the name of Jesus he's coming swiftly he's coming suddenly hallelujah and you gotta be prepared for it family in the name of Jesus he said he's coming with his reward it says the godly can look forward to a reward while the wicked can expect only judgment you have to know that when the Lord is coming and you're in your in wickedness hallelujah we have to go back to uh hold on let's go back um but even let's go down real quick to the last verse verse 31 it says if the righteous are rewarded here on earth what will happen to the wicked sinners hallelujah it says if the righteous are rewarded here on earth what will happen to the wicked sinners hallelujah ask yourself that in the name of jesus hallelujah let's go back to revelations 22 okay and let's go back down and it says blessed are those who will wash their robes they will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and to eat the fruit from the tree of life outside the city are the dogs the sorcerers the sexually immoral the murderers the idol worshipers and all who love to live a lie hallelujah family all that love to live a lie you have to want to live in truth you need to live in truth because anybody that wants to live a lie you have to be outside the city gates hallelujah all of god's glory will be inside of the city gates family hallelujah you have to be prepared hallelujah only the washed can get into the city hallelujah and you shall eat the fruit of the tree of life hallelujah family choose life in the name of jesus you have to choose life by the power of god so family then um the lord because because you know he the lord be just downloading stuff into my spirit and it um let's go hold on 
Hold on, family, because I want to do it in the order that Lord lead me. Let's go to First John chapter 3. God is so good. All I do is say, Lord, lead me, and he leads me. Hallelujah. All I have to do is to submit myself to God, and he will pave the way. Family, that's why we got to puff down our pride. We got to cast down that pride, and we got to say, God, I don't know what to do, but you lead me, Father. You show me, Lord. Hallelujah. And we sit back and know that he is God. Hallelujah. We have to submit to God. Hallelujah because he is so good. Y'all heard me say, Father, lead me. Hallelujah. And then I got 1 John 3 verses 3. So 1 John chapter 3 verse 3, family. And it says, so let's wait. Let's go. Let's just go to 1 John chapter 3. I'm just happy, but let's go. See how very much our Father loves us, for He calls us His children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know Him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but He has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like him for he will see for we will see him as he really is and all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure just as he is pure everyone who sins in breaking God's law for all sin is contrary to the law of God and you know that Jesus came to take away our sins and there is no sin in him hallelujah anyone who continues to live in him will not sin but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is hallelujah dear children don't let anyone deceive you about this when people do what is right it shows that they are righteous even as Christ is righteous but when people keep on sinning it shows you that they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning but the son of God came to destroy the works of the devil those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they keep on, so they can't keep on sinning. Hallelujah. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. So now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love others believers does not belong to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God because listen, it's a banger. It this is a bang. This is truly a banger. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. So now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Any, anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then family, oh, glory be to God because he is so worthy. And that spoke for itself. I mean, that right there, that spoke for itself. I don't have to... Listen, it spoke for itself in the name of Jesus. Now, um, let's go to 
Makai chapter 3. So the Lord went in and in, be in expecting family. And I'm sorry if I have the sniffles because listen, before I got on this podcast, I had a breakthrough. Okay. The Lord showed up. I'm telling you, it's, it be in that bathroom when he show up, he showed up and I had a breakthrough. It was tears. It was just the joy of God because he is my strength. He has truly showed me who he is, family. And I'm so in love with him. When I tell you that he is everything I've ever needed in the name of Jesus. Listen, family. Yes, sis. I spend a lot of time. I spend time talking to my sisters, talking to my mom, you know. I'll go sit over my parents' house. I do do those things, but I spend a lot of time by myself. And it's just so good. When I tell you, it's just so good to just sit in the presence of God. It's like Jesus makes me feel so whole. And it's it's so crazy because the whole time... I was in the world. It was like I was looking to other people to be there, but I would still feel so empty. But now I could sit here by myself. Like, you know, my kids is here. They running back and forth, but they basically keep each other company. They just little, you know how little kids will just do that. Like, mommy, look, and then they'll do that jump or something, and then they run away, you know. But, like, I, I just be feeling so whole with him. Like, I just... He's just so good. He is so good. Like, he's so good. Like, it's so good. Even when I have to suffer, when I suffer for his namesake, it's just, it's, he sees me fit. He sees me worthy to suffer for him. Hallelujah. Because he's just so good. And it's because, you know, in them times when I'm suffering for him, I get to see how strong he is. I get to see that the scriptures are true. I get to see that first I am weak, but then I am strong. And it's just like, it's those moments that he's just so real. In those moments, he shows me I've never left you nor forsake you. You know, like he's just so good. Okay. (laughs) He's so good. And uh, he's just so good. And I love him. I truly do. So, so more of the story. If I'm a little nasally, is because first of all, you know, I was under the weather like last week, so I still had a little bit of stuffiness from that. But definitely, it's because your sis was in here crying crocodile tears because breakthrough happened, and I just the Lord He has a way of revealing to you. I've always been there. I never left you. Cause you know, let's 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 have some testimony time. Let's have testimony time, okay, family? And I remember like my early my early twenties, I would I mean I'm in my late twenties now, but my early twenties now I'm I'm late twenties, but now it my early twenties. I was like low key depressed, you know. I was I was low key depressed and I didn't really have a drive to get up and go places to get out and 
go to work and I just in the inside I felt like a failure you know but I really felt like a failure because every I would see everybody else doing stuff that they that that they enjoyed I seen people keeping jobs and it was like I would just always call out and stuff you know and I love my kids because in my early 20s you know I have my children and I just wanted, I just knew I wanted to give them the world. Because you know you always want to give your kids the world. And I rem- part of when I was sitting in the bathroom, I just began thanking the Lord. Because he showed me I was never a failure, you know. He showed me that he set me apart. He showed He was showing me that it was all a part of his plan. But when I was in the world, I would beat myself up and I would just be like, you a failure. You you, you, you just don't want to get up. You just lazy. But it was the Lord keeping me, you know, in them times he was keeping me. And that's why I thank him so much. You know, it was times in the world where I would just be like, well, why everybody else seems so happy and these people in these cliques and I can't keep friends because I don't really trust none of them. Or, um, you know, why why she, it's always easy for her to get a dude, but then I can't. But then I realized, like, the Lord did that on purpose. I was set apart, you know? Like, I was so set apart. There's nothing wrong with me. I was set apart because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I wasn't meant to go and partake in this world like everybody else. So when I would sit there and I would try to fit into the world, it would never feel right. I will always just, I would feel like a sore thumb just sticking out. I will go to parties and I didn't really want to be there. I will go to bars and I really didn't like drinking. And I mean, like I, I, I began to smoke when I did smoke because really it was just like, it was a crutch. It was a crutch. And like, really, it was like somebody I was talking to at the time and he always used to smoke. So then I just picked up the habit because I used to be around them. Just, you know, trying to fit in. And it's just like, I just thank God because at any moment, like, my life could have been over and I could have been dead in my sins. I could have never got to know him, you know, because even like dying in your sins is horrible, but not knowing Christ, that's worse. I feel like, like you never known Jesus. And I'm just so grateful that he did that for me, family. Like, I'm, I'm so grateful. So I had, that was like what my breakthrough was about. And my 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 breakthrough was just about like, I don't ever want to be a person who, who like forgets about him. Like I never want to be that person. I never want like a title or something to get to my head. I always want to be me I always want to be unapologetically jade I don't never want to be oh um this is the girl from within her beauty like I never want to do that I never want to gain the whole world and lose my Jesus it's not even about losing my soul it's about losing Jesus I never want to gain the world and lose Jesus I pick Jesus over everything do you understand that I pick Jesus over everything even over me like I I can't afford not to have him I can have everything everything can be handed to me on a platter but if Jesus isn't the one holding the platter I don't want it I don't want it 
And I'm so grateful that he, he, he pruned it. He purified me. I'm so grateful that I don't think like the world no more. That I see beyond that. I see that my creator is my purpose. I, I, I'm able to see those things now. And I'm just so grateful, family. Like, tonight, <laughs> he showed up. And that's why this goes even more with the word with be expecting. Just be expecting. Yes, you you very well may have a rough past, but allow the Lord to show you that it's for his glory. He can use what the enemy meant for bad. Okay? Because he, he did it for me. Like, family, y'all understand. He did it for me. Okay? Like, I'm just in all of him. I really worship him because he is just everything like he's my life like I just remember when people used to say stuff before I knew him and I used to think it was so impossible but now I see that with God all things are possible and it's just so it's just so good it's just a wholeness it's a wholeness within me that the world can never offer and Jesus is so good. Like, he's just so good. And that's why I get on here and I tell you the truth. Because the truth will set you free. And I always will tell you the truth. Your sis will come in here with a warning. She will come on here with an encouraging word. Whatever I have to do to set you free. Okay? Because, listen, he set me free. God set me free. Jesus Christ has set me free from this world. He set me free from all all these rules of the world, all these regulations, all these expectations, all of these lies. Jesus has set me free. And that's why I come on here and I, I'm I'll always speak the truth forever, forever and ever. I will always speak the truth. You hear me? Because it's about my God. I'm riding or like I don't even got to die with my God. I'm just straight riding, period. We riding with, with, with supernatural breaks. Okay? So we don't got to worry about it. We, we don't even need supernatural breaks, matter of fact. We just riding with supernatural gas. Okay? Because this thing ain't never burning out. And that's just, it's just so good. Like, it's just so good, family. So be expecting, okay? No man knows the day, no man knows that hour, but stop thinking so humanly and allow God to move supernaturally. It's the supernatural for me. Like, it's just the supernatural for me, family, because he will just show up. Jesus will just pull up on you, and he's so real. Like, it don't even matter that you can't see him in the physical because you really can see him in the physical. I pray that you catch that, Father. I pray that they catch that in the name of Jesus because even though your human eye can't see him, the Lord has a way to still show you himself. You get what I'm saying? And you see him. And it is just the beauty in that. So when I tell you, be expecting, don't go humanly. Don't go humanly because God's ways are above your ways. And his thoughts are not like your thoughts. So stop going humanly. Cast down that vain imagination and make it obedient to Christ. 
Okay. Is he is so worthy. Have confidence in Christ. Walk in authority. Okay. God is your father. We just read that God, if you're a child of God, God's life lives in you. Stop looking at everything that the world says that it should be like and just trust God. Just trust him. He will open your eyes. I'm telling you, he will open your eyes and you will see things for what they truly are. What they truly are. Because uh, it gets to a point where like you just like, yeah, that's what I used to do. I was in the world, but let me tell you about how God opened my eyes. There's no more shame in the kingdom. There's no shame. You know, there's no more sadness. Like, even though I cry, I cry happy tears because I get to see the Lord. Like, it, it's so many people who've done things that I've did that lost their life. They sitting in hell right now. But God chose me. He appointed me to go produce fruits. And I'm just in all of him because I never would have thought or imagined family. I'm telling you, them days when I was just laid up in the bed and I just, I never would have thought or imagined that you would be listening to me right now. I never thought that the Lord loved me as much as he did. I never, I never understood how forgiven that he was, you know? So when the enemy throws them daggers and he bring up your past, use it for your good. Just see that, that yes, I did that, but God still loves me. He still forgives me and he remembers that no more. Just remember, it's just so good. It's so good. He's just so good, fam. Like, he's just, like, Jesus is a whole vibe. He is the vibe. And I just appreciate him. I just, that's why, look, family, because we, this is testimony time, okay? And it's just, like, when you really sit back and you think about all he has done, all he has kept you from, even though you feel like a situation is horrible, it always could have been worse. It always could have been worse. How can we see how good God is if sometimes we don't see the bad? You know, in this whole world, this world is so corrupt, but it only opens your eyes if you ask the Lord to his light. Because once you see how this world operates and then the Lord brings you into the kingdom, you know, it's real. The kingdom is all around you. God is so real. He is so real. Jesus is so real. Jesus died for you. That really happened. Oh. I just listen, family. I all you know what? Like I'm always going to tell you, like you here because God wanted you here. When He formed you, He didn't have to. He don't owe us nothing, but He still formed us and He gave us life. Choose life. 
His whole purpose was to give you life. That's the goodness of God. <laughs> but family, you know, things <laughs> things have switched. This word had just went to a testimony. I will always be here for y'all family because I love y'all. Y'all know most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. And just meditate on his good works, okay? Just think about his goodness. It's a Bible verse. Let me look this up real quick for y'all. Hold on. As the I know the I knew it was the Lord. Now let's go to Philippians 4, verse 8. And it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me and everything you heard from me do from me and saw me doing then the god of peace will be with you Hmm. (laughs) that's a word okay fix your thoughts on what is true Honorable, right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Fix your thoughts on them. Like your thoughts, it want to. They want your thoughts want to take you there, okay? But you fix your thoughts on Him. If you keep Him, if you keep Jesus on your mind, you will be in perfect peace, okay? Just perfect peace. It's times, you know, I think about. The day I really get to just hug him. Like, the day I feel the fullness and the eye contact of Jesus. Like, Jesus looking me in my eyes and him hugging me and me hugging him back. Ugh, what he smells like. Just the warmness that, that, that will be wrapped around me. And those are the things that I think about. I catch myself thinking about that a lot. Okay, your girl, I be sitting here thinking about, you know, like, what if I see Jesus on a beach and he hugged me? Like, I be thinking about those things because you can get lost in those kind of thoughts, okay? <laughs> and it just imagine just the fullness of a hug. Him looking me in my eyes and saying, I love you. Because his, I can... Already when I read his word and when I hear his voice speak to me and he says, I love you, it breaks me down. But for him to look me in my eyes and say he loves me, I fix my thoughts on that, you know. I meditate on his word. It might just be a scripture that just keeps playing in my mind and I meditate on it. I think about it. Do those things, family. Fix your thoughts on him. 
Fix your mind on him. Cast those worries down. Cast those imaginations down in the name of Jesus. You know? Like it's saying, um, it's Mark 8. Hold on. Hold on, family. It says, Then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, and you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with his holy angels. And family, that's true. That's a word, okay? Because, like, listen, it all plays hand in hand. Like, when I said earlier, like, I'd rather have Jesus than worry about my soul, worry about losing my soul. Because if I don't have Jesus, what is my soul? I need Jesus for my soul. I need him to survive. Jesus is my life. That My life is hidden in him. He is my life. All I need is one word from him and my day is good. Okay. All I need is one touch. I am the woman that will go press the crowd and touch the hem of his garment because I know all I need is one touch. Okay. I'm the woman with the alabaster jar because after I get that one touch, I'm coming back to my father's feet. Okay. I'm snotting and, and crying and all of that. And then I'm wiping it up. Listen, I'll snatch the wig off and wipe it up with the real hair, okay? <laughs> snatch the wig out, okay? Snatch the braids in whatever the style is. And I'm wiping his feet with this hair, okay? Because he is so worthy. So just really keep thinking about that, you know? And I hear another thing. Stop being enslaved to money. And this is something the Lord had to work with me with, okay? It says, this is Matthew 6, verses, hold up. No one, this is Matthew 6, verse 24. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Hallelujah. And that's so true. Let's look at the definition of enslaved, because there's power in that de- definition. Make someone a slave. Cause someone to lose their freedom of choice or action. Hallelujah. Don't allow money to make you lose your freedom. 
It's freedom in Christ. The word says who the son sets free is truly free. Stop worrying about worldly things. And listen, this is for your sis too. Because I'll catch myself for a second. <laughs> like, oh, wait, where are we not? The word says where are we not, okay? It says, this is what I tell you. Not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food? And isn't your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But you, your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Family and and all of that in a nutshell, you be worrying about how I'm going to have money to do this? How I'm going to have money to do that? How I'm going to have money to do this? And this is the answer right here. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Everything that you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Family, don't worry about tomorrow. And then if somebody worrying about next week, next month, next year, stop worrying about that. Today is enough for today. Right now is enough for right now. Stop worrying about it. Seek God. As much as you work, as much as you worry, do you spend as much time as you work? Let's start like this. Much time as you work, do you spend that much time seeking God? As much as you worry, do you spend that much time seeking God? The much that you try to make plans, do you seek God? Do you seek Him? Because the word, this is the answer. You just be like, I, I got to get this done. I got to get that. I got to get that done. No, you don't. Seek the kingdom of God. Open your Bible. Talk to Him. Walk with Him. Above all else. And live righteously. Store his commands in your heart. Put them into practice. Keep doing it. And he will give you everything you need. Hallelujah. Stop making these plans, family. Stop saying, I got to do this this day and this day and that day and that day and this day. Stop doing that. It says it right here. In Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a hope. To give you a future and a hope. Listen, he said, in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. 
I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. See how he said, I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. Stop being enslaved to money today. Lord, I'm praying, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying that you end money's captivity over my brothers and sisters today. In the name of Jesus, I sever that lying serpent at the root. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying freedom. Hallelujah. I'm praying financial freedom today in the name of Jesus. I'm praying breakthrough today by the power of God. Hallelujah. Because you can do it, Lord. You are willing. Hallelujah. And you are able, Father. I'm praying that my brothers and sisters is in receive mode, Lord. I pray that they receive this word of God today over their life in the name of Jesus. Because I'm speaking life to you. I'm speaking that you will seek God above all else. And he shall give you everything you need. Hallelujah. But family, don't forget to live righteously. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He just said, I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes (sighs) listen in the name of Jesus just listen to it stop being enslaved you can't serve both you can't be slave to money and a slave to Christ you can't do both and when when you come to Christ he sets you free Just give it to him. Say, Lord, I can't do this. I can't be a slave to this no more. End my captivity, Father. I want to be, I want it to end, Father. I want your will to be done in my life, Lord. In the name of Jesus, go to his feet. Hallelujah, because he's listening. He said, in those days when you pray, I will listen. These are the days when you go to pray, God will listen. Go to his feet. Hallelujah. Go to his feet and say, Lord, end sin's captivity over me. Hallelujah. I'm tired of being in captivity, Lord. I'm tired of it. Hallelujah. I'm growing weary. Hallelujah, Lord. Please end the captivity, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, family. That's what y'all got to say. That's what you got to say. In the name of Jesus, family. Who, Lord. Family, (laughs) I love y'all, okay, but most importantly, let's say it together, Jesus loves y'all, bye. Okay, fam, so I'm on and another thing, (laughs) but let's go back to Makai chapter 3. And because this is also be expecting and we were talking about the wicked and the wicked being punished. And the Lord is saying judgment is set. Judgment is set against Israel's leaders. Hallelujah. Against the church, people in the church who are um who who haven't done what the Lord has called them to do. His judgment is set in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It says, I said, listen, you leaders of Israel, you are supposed to know right from wrong, but you are the very ones who hate good and love evil. You skin my people alive and tear the flesh from their bones. Yes, you eat my people's flesh, strip off their skin and break their bones. 
You chop them up like a meat for the cooking pot. Then you beg the Lord for help in times of trouble. Do you really expect him to answer? After all the evil you have done, he won't even look at you. This is what the Lord says. You false prophets are leading my people astray. You promise peace for those who give you food, but you declare war on those who refuse to feed you. Now the night will close around you, cutting off all your visitors. Darkness will will cover you putting an end to your predictions the sun will set for you prophets and your day will come to the end the then the seers will be put to shame and you fortune tellers will be disgraced and all you will cover your faces because there is no answer from god but as for me i am filled with power with the spirit of the lord and i am filled with justice and strength to boldly declare in israel's sin and rebellion Listen to me, you leaders of Israel. You hate justice and twist all that is right. You are building Jerusalem on a foundation of murder and corruption. You rulers make decisions based on bribes. You priests teach God's laws only for a price. You prophets won't prophesy unless you are paid. Yet all of you claim to depend on the Lord. No harm can come to us, you say, for the Lord is here among us. Because of you, Mount Zion will will be plowed like an open field. Jerusalem will be reduced to ruins. A thicket will grow on the heights where the temple now stands. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Listen. The Lord, this is all, the, the judgment is set, family. Judgment is set. Hallelujah. Because it's people that love wickedness more than they love good. It's people that love darkness more than they love light. Hallelujah. And the Lord sees all. And the Lord knows all. In the name of Jesus. And it was one more. Lord, is it, 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 it was one more. But Lord, what's your plans, Father? Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 13 really quickly because it's just, well, we, we just going to go to Ezekiel chapter 13 real quick. And it says, let's start at verse two. Well, let's start at verse one. Don't. Then this message came to me from the Lord, son of man, prophesy against the false prophets of Israel who are inventing their own prophecies. Say to them, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits the false prophets who are following their own imaginations and have seen nothing at all. O people of Israel, these prophets of y'all of yours are like jackals digging in the ruins they have done nothing to repair repair the breaks in the walls around the nations they have not helped it stand firm in a battle on the day of the lord instead they have told lies and made false predictions they say this message is from the lord even though the lord has never sent them and yet they expect him to fulfill their prophecies can your vision be anything but false if you claim this message is from the Lord when I have not even spoken to you? 
Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because what you say is false and your visions are a lie. I will stand against you, says the sovereign Lord. I will raise my fist against all the prophets who see false visions and make lying predictions, and they will be banished from the community of Israel. I will blot their names from Israel record book, and they will never again set foot in their own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord, the sovereign Lord. This will happen because the evil prophet, these evil prophets deceive my people by saying all is peaceful when there is no peace at all it as if the people have built a flimsy wall and these prophets are trying to reinforce it by covering it with whitewash tell these people tell these whitewashers that their wall will soon fall down a heavy rainstorm will undermine it great hailstones and mighty winds will knock it down and when the wall falls the people will cry out what happened to your whitewash that whitewash therefore this is what the sovereign lord says i will sweep away your whitewash wall with a storm of indignation with a great flood of anger and with hailstones of fury i will break down your wall right to its foundations and when it falls it will crush you then you will know that i am the lord at last my anger against the wall and those who covered it with whitewash will be satisfied then i will say to you the wall and those who whitewashed it are both gone they are lying prophets who claim peace and will come to jerusalem when there is no peace I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Now, son of man, speak out against the women who prophesy from their own imaginations. This is what the sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits you women who are ensnaring the souls of my people, young and old alike. You tie magic charms on the wrist and furnish them with magic veils. Do you think you can trap others without bringing destruction on yourself? You bring shame on me among my people for a few handfuls of barley or a piece of bread by lying to my people who love to listen to lies you kill those who should not die and you promise life to those who who should not live this is what the sovereign lord says i am against all your magic charms which you used to ensnare my people like birds i will tear them from my from your arms setting my people free like birds set free from a cage i will tear off the magic veils and save my people from their from your grass they will no longer be your victims then you know that i am the lord you have discouraged the righteous with your lies but i didn't want them to be sad and you have encouraged the wicked by promising them life even though they continue in their sins because of all of this, you will no longer talk of seeing visions that you never saw, nor will you make predictions, for I will rescue my people from your grasp. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Family, we have read these before, but the Lord told me. Because I, 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 I remember saying, Makai, I remember saying that, and I was like, Lord, you want me to go back? to say something about it and he said go ahead because my judgment is set his judgment is set i'm rereading these to you because the lord's judgment is set because it's people who love the darkness hallelujah it's wolves that come dressed up like sheep hallelujah what they say wolves and sheep's clothing it's people like that that will lie on the lord in the name of jesus hallelujah and like we say the lord sees all family 
and he knows all. He knows what's in these people's hearts and his judgment is set. Hallelujah. His judgment is set. Hallelujah. Because listen, the wicked is getting a harvest too. Don't think the wicked is not getting a harvest because they getting a harvest. They going to reap their harvest in the name of Jesus. Family, you know, like, don't be no robot, but stay in repentance, stay under his wing, follow the Lord, hold his hand. Hallelujah. These, these warnings and, and, and the, when I tell you these things, it's not to bring you fear. It's because the Lord loves you. Hallelujah. He does not want to destroy people. He just wants them to stop doing wicked, but it's people that love to do wicked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So family, Think it not strange when you start to see people being exposed. Don't turn a blind eye to it when the Lord is exposing people in the name of Jesus. Don't turn a blind eye in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord, what's the truth? Test the spirit by the spirit. Family, you know I tell you, test the spirit by the spirit. You test my spirit by the spirit. You have to test the spirit behind people in the name of Jesus. You have to ask the Lord, Lord, is this true? Hallelujah, Lord, what's the truth in the name of Jesus? What's the truth, Lord? You have to sit at his feet and just say, Lord, what's the truth? What's the truth in this world of lies? What's the truth? In the name of Jesus. So family, I love (laughs) y'all. But most importantly, let's say it together. Jesus loves y'all. Bye.